Welcome to Potadelphia. My name is Dave Diorio. You can find me on Twitter at fat underscore lobster. And I'm joined by a guy who was having a Mai Tai at Frenchie's Tiki Pavilion today. What's up, Gene? Yeah, uh, I just flew in from Clearwater and boy, are my arms tired. Uh, <laughs> I always like the opportunity to use that gag. Um, yeah, this is Gene Zilak. You can find me on Twitter at producer Gene. And you can find the show, as always, on Twitter at Potadelphia. Okay, you weren't really in clear clear water. Today. Uh just, just mentally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mentally. Mentally on vacation at Clearwater. And uh and you did not see the Phillies uh, uh play the Braves in a spring training game today, correct? I don't think anybody who wasn't in that stadium saw that game. And unless I unless somebody had some sort of top secret feed that I don't know about. Well, hey, not, yeah, no, you you couldn't watch it. You could, it wasn't on TV, you couldn't uh, you couldn't really stream it. Uh, you couldn't get it anywhere. Instead, like NBC Sports Plus was showing, uh, uh, like infomercials for a ninja rotisserie machine, as well as like how to regrow your hair. Well, you know, you got to pay the bills somehow. Uh, well, it's a, I mean, it's do it. <laughs> it's sort of a bummer. Like everyone's thirsty for this. Uh, yeah. You know, there's there's some interesting storylines. Um, to follow that are going down in, in Clearwater today, and I would have been interested to tune in. Um, but I guess I, don't know I guess why they didn't we'll... record it and then like show it on like replay at prime time. That's what I would have done. Oh yeah, that's not a bad idea too. See these, are the um, that, you know, I think of after you know it could be helpful. Yeah, but the big news today, the big news today is I was I was working. I saw I saw an email notification pop up, and I looked at it, and the Phillies, as well as the Flyers and Sixers, are going to start allowing fans to see these games. Like, finally, finally, finally. I feel like we've been saying it on the show since last summer. There's got to be a way, particularly yeah. in an outdoor venue, to safely put at least 1,000 people in the stands. And for the Phillies, we're going to get 8,800 uh, per game locked in for the first 19 games. Which seems like a pretty fair number to at least give yourself a chance to sort of figure out the 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 best way to make this happen and, and sort of allow yourself to um, set up some protocols and move people along without, um, you know, overwhelming what is cer- certainly going to be uh, a lot of changes to the to this, the way it's staffed and stuff like that. So it's going to be interesting to see how 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 it goes. Uh, I mean, I think the first thing that's going to be interesting to see how it's going to go as far as ticket sales. Um, I'm going to be fascinated to hear, uh, you know, I can almost guarantee, what are they going to go on sale Friday or next week? Uh, The 12th. So, you know, I know lots of people that I don't tell too many people. uh, Well, yeah, I haven't told anybody. (laughs) It's hard to keep keep the Internet down. Um, But, you know, everybody that I've sort of talked to over the course of the day. Uh, has been sort of like, yeah, you know, going to get up, make sure that I'm I'm logged in and see what I can see what I can grab. So I think they're going to go fast. It's going to be like back in the day when you used to have to go stand in line at the mall, uh, you know, in order to get, you know, Aerosmith tickets, like when they were going to go on sale for Hershey Park, you know, and everybody had to go on Saturday morning and they were only going to sell. You only had a couple of hundred. That <laughs> I wish you could stand in line. Up. I mean, I bet you if if they were doing it, like, in, let's say they did in person only. Right. When do you think people would start lining up? Um, tonight they would start lining up now. Like, you know, what I mean, like those pandemic guys. Clearly, they didn't have like anything else to do if they were there all the time. But how many of them would be lining up to go, and how many of them would be lining up to go to resell them? And that's the thing that is always like. Well, uh, I, mean, I wish they did something where it eliminated any potential resale for these tickets. They're so like there's. I don't like. You could talk about your own experience when you got this information. I got. I was like overwhelmed with emotion when I got this news, like the idea of walking into the ballpark. And like, I've talked about this on the show before, when you go into the the concourse or, you know, whatever, and it's, it's dark, it's always dark in that, that concourse. But then you can see the first time you see through, like the first time in the spring, when you go to a game and you see through and it's that bright, green because you're at opening day and it's a day game and it's that bright pop of green and it's like jesus christ i get like so i have so many emotions tied up with that for some like scumbag to go buy a ticket to try to resell to make a buck off of that type of 
experience. like very pure emotion is to me it's like disgusting it's it's my, that's sort of like my favorite moment and one of the reasons why i like going to all of the stadiums all over the country because you know you only kind of get that true first look feeling when you when you can sort of like walk into a new ballpark it's it, that's sort of a an even uh heightened or, or even more uh more intense uh version of that same feeling um yeah i had i had a similar uh, experience uh, it was one of those things where i was like you know this is to me one of the first signs that maybe um th- there is going to be something that we can call normal again you know what i mean the idea of having people having to struggle to get tickets to something having <laughs> um, you know, I mean, it, it's, and like you were, we were going to say, you know, it, it'd be so great if you could do like an in-person thing. I know that one of the reasons why they're not is because you, you can't have a line in, in the same tradition. I guess you could have everybody spaced out six feet apart, but, um, I don't know. I think that would have also been sort of a great, you know, and maybe I think like a, like a, like a local news producer sometimes, but like, how great would that shot be of like, you know, here it is March 2nd, you know? And at eleven o'clock news tonight, you could have gone down to a to a throw it to to Citizens Bank Park with uh, with one of the reporters, and you know you see a line of of people uh, in Phillies gear, uh, you know, all ready for for opening day. You know, it, it certainly would have made it feel like the passion of the fan base is back. Yeah, I mean, uh, you sound like you've done this before. So have you have you ever camped out for a ticket or for a, a, what's that for like an event? Sure. I, I don't think I've ever done it for a sporting event. Um, or like a like a I've product done it for concert tickets. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, for that sort of thing. Yeah, and it's it's fun. I actually thought it was really fun. I mean, granted, I, I know I, I had but, I know life, but uh, yeah, but like especially now, right? To think about, you know, like okay, let's say Philly tickets were gonna, you know, you could go and you were you were camping out or whatever, and then you're surrounded by these strangers who like when's the last time you've been surrounded by stranger strangers um that and you share this like intense love of this thing and you basically just hang out with them all night like that sounds awesome to me right now where you know a year ago it sounds like hell i don't want to be sitting out you know all night with you know people i don't know but you know that's something about that sounds very romantic to me right it's sort of this the reason why i like sports it's it's not as it's as much that i get uh sort of caught up in the thrill of 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 victory and and which you don't get a lot of around here sometimes it feels like. So, you know, if you're, if you're into winning, you really should, you really should root for a different team than the ones that play in Philadelphia. You're, you're going to get them like once a generation, it feels like. But yeah. one of the reasons why I think I, 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 I hate some of the people that I do and why I, I, I'm, I am a, a true deeply five for five <laughs> say now um, is because like there is n- there is no better icebreaker in like ninety nine percent of situations sure. when out in public than to be able to talk about. I can't tell you the amount of times I've been in awkward social settings where I'm able to find some sort of giveaway, whether it's a Phillies logo on a tie or uh, like a Flyers pin on a lapel or somebody uh, next to me that's got the game streaming on their phone. You know, it's 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 like a lifeline to be like, oh, my God, thank you. I can actually have a conversation. I don't have to sit here with my thumb in my rear end enduring whatever social event I'm having to endure. I can actually talk about, uh, you know, I can talk about sports. And certainly it is, it's, it's what has carried me through almost every event I had in my own family. We are all um, diehard sports fans, and it's the thing that is sort of, allowed us to have sort of bond over, you know, that, you know, the last game we went to when we're going to go next, what's happening literally in the TV in front of us. Um, so th- the fact that that could be coming back where you're going to be seeing people and be able to talk to them about the games, not just you and I and, and uh, being <laughs> virtual about it. I think that's right. going to be something that I'm really excited about. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, what do you think it's going to be like? Uh, we haven't gotten to experience this in Philadelphia. We're nearly, Every other city has already been yeah. starting to allow fans into. Uh, well, there into were the so many Eagles games, a little bit, but I think right. it's, one of the things that I think was mostly with Eagles fans with Eagles games was you know since that's such a huge season ticket base, I think it was mm-hmm. mostly season ticket holders that were the ones going to those games or people that received tickets from season ticket holders. 
or bought sure. them from season ticket holders. Sure. I, I, I don't know if that's how it's going to work with the Sixers, Flyers, and Phillies. I, you know, I don't know if they're going to be offered to season ticket holders first, or I'm sort of surprised, and maybe this is the cynic in me, that the other part of the announcement today was we're going to have 8,000 people at every Phillies game as long as you buy the 19 game uh, ticket package where you get, a, a, you buy, have to buy them all. You can't just buy one. Um, and I would be curious to see how many people would do have done that probably more than you think. Um, but yeah, I, I think the experience is going to be for, at first it's going to seem strange because we're going to look at the stands and they're still going to seem sort of empty. Uh, I don't right. know if they're going to have like a mix of real humans and cardboard cutouts. Um, I don't know if they're going to sort of pen people into like the lower bowl or sort of truly scatter everyone throughout the entire stadium. Uh, I hope it sort of does away with the canned crowd noise. I, I sort of would like to hear the real crowd noise. Um, it'll be nice to see just fans and, you know, somehow talk to fans during the broadcast. I don't know if they'll, they'll yeah. throw it down to, to whoever's going to be the new person that's going to be in the stands. I don't know if they're going to, find a way to get now that they're yeah. going to have to see him, get Greg back. Bring Murph back. Bring Murph back. You know, you, now you're going to have a reason to have, have, you know, people in the, yeah. You know, have yeah. Guy but, hey, fire up the fan vision. It's back, baby. So um, yeah, I, I'm sure they won't have kiss cam. I wonder what's going to replace that. Um, and will the, well, I mean, people are going to start to actually get the, a real look at new fanatic and in, in, like in the flesh, which will be interesting to hear what some people who, who get to actually experience, uh, the new fanatic in in like living color, uh, how that's gonna vibe. I, you know, I, I think it's gonna be worse in person, frankly, but we'll see. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, shout out to uh, Sean Hayes of the Whip Around podcast, who I believe is watching us live on Facebook, who's asked if I'm going with the uh, the the goatee version of mutton chops uh, today. So um, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing with this. It's kind of a COVID uh, COVID ongoing COVID facial hair experiment. Uh, I, that goes on that, like, in my household. Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan thing going. Like, if you really like, yeah, we could convert to that out. pretty easily, brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, what do you think food is going to be like? Do you think everything's going to be open? Are they just going to have like one sad, lonely hot dog stand where you can get a, uh, you know, a four dollar hot dog or something? Or- this is my thought. I would bet that what you're probably going to have, especially considering at least for the games when they're fairly limited, is you may have a lot of things opened if if they're going to have food at all, which I think they probably will, at least at some capacity at some point, maybe not right away. I think what you're going to see for the smaller capacity games is you'll have to order it on your phone and have somebody sort of run it oh. out. Yeah. Like, like when you're in the Diamond Club or whatever mm-hmm. down there. Yeah, you know, that'll sort of become the thing i mean you're going to have still have a lot of people like your 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 airmark folks and your ushers and stuff that are still going to be there but you know there's going to be less fans so they they could theoretically people are just going to have to understand it may take a little while to get your your hot dog to you but you what about the boxes like those luxury like they they should be open all the time right like if you own one of those puppies you should be able to use that every game right well in, in a lot of cases those things are sort of shared you know corporations will buy you know, they'll have a, a partner in the boxes. If you ever do the tour and you walk along that row, you'll see on those home run plates in the front of them, a lot of times you'll yeah, see multiple yeah. companies. But, I mean, look, the, you're in an enclosed – if the company – you know, hey, here's – you and your spouse or whatever want to go to the game. Here you go. It's an enclosed box. Yeah. You have your own little balcony area. Like, that yeah. should be open, like, all the time, right? There should have been – they never should have stopped that. Right. I, I guess it was one of those things where they they didn't want anybody to sue the Phillies, uh, but uh-huh. I, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 enclosed to a certain degree. I think they could have probably limited. Like, I think the capacity on those things is actually like thirty five or forty. Like, if you were to like fill the, you know, as far as like fire code. Well, been, but, you know, you never really you never really see more than like fifteen or twenty. They could have been like 10, 10 people. You could have ten people in there comfortably with six feet apart. Insist that they wear masks. One family, like one yeah. family, can go. Yeah, that's a, like ten whatever. maximum. All right. All right. There are some big Mormon families. We don't need to talk about my frustrations with uh, like COVID restrictions and and huge sporting events and stuff like that. So, um, if you're watching us live, Flyers fell to the Penguins today in a pretty, I mean, pretty toothless game. There's really not much to to go in about it, but 
you know, Carter Hart takes another loss and he hasn't, I feel like he's been struggling lately. Yeah. It's, I think it seems like Elliot's the hot hand. I wonder if it's, if it's a struggling versus our expectations or if he's actually truly, you know, not playing up to what, you know, if there is something that's going on, whether it's mental or physical. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think AV is going to have to make the decision that if Elliot is really the hot hand, then maybe mm-hmm. he's going to have to give him a couple of, you know, he's going to have to tilt the the table, you know, maybe have it be closer to 50-50. I don't know. I think he's only playing like a, you know, like a third of the games right now. You know, maybe you tilt it to it's every other. I don't want you to, I don't want them to take Carter Hart completely out of rotation. I don't want him to become, I don't want it to sort of flip in that sense where he becomes the backup. But um you also have to win games. It's important to to get the you know get the wins where you can because this is the, that weird season where it's all in the division and every game is that much more magnified when you're playing against opponents that are all fighting for the same division every night. Yeah, and what's this thing that that has been going on with the Flyers where it's uh, like when they score a goal, they uh, immediately give up uh, a, another goal. Like, what, yeah, what is that almost, about? It's almost like they they need they insist on having it be uh, dramatic immediately, or or they they are incapable of maintaining their momentum from shift to shift or from from goal to goal. I I don't know what's going on. It's it maybe it's a really what it feels like is a lack of focus. It's like you you score a goal and you sort of like take take your foot off the gas or you you take a deep breath and that's when other teams are sort of punching them in the chest. Um, I don't know. It's not a good. It's not a good way to play. It's a concerning it's a trend. Yeah, it's, it's not um, a great philosophy. If nothing else. but um, So did you hear about this trade? They covered it. Uh, not trade. I'm sorry. This this bet that they uh, they actually covered it in the broadcast today between uh, Carter Hart and Tristan Jerry of the, the Penguins. I guess they are off-season workout bros. Yeah, that's uh, – Don't I, skip I, leg day. Do goalies need to have that? You know, do do you need to have a bro that that stretches you out? I don't, I don't know. Maybe they're like, yeah, let's let's work on our let's, splits. Let's, let's bump pads. I don't know. Um, I did hear I'm about butterflying it, hard today. I, I I'm I'm a little sketchy on the details. I know that it in, involves a very fast car. Is is from what I understand. Well, yeah. So they they have a wager when they go head or who who can get the most head to head wins. Um, and I, the owner of a exotic car dealership offered the uh, a one week usage of a, I believe it's a 2018 Lamborghini. Nice. Um, you know, flyers, sports cars, young prolific goaltenders. Uh, yeah, doesn't seem like the kind of bet you want to win. I don't want them to lose the bet though either, right? Right. Maybe we just have Brian Elliott play more in those games. Maybe on like controlled. Yeah, it, it's just done, it's done at Dover Downs the the, the whole time. Just yeah. keep taking a left, Carter. Gee, I don't even know what I would do with a 2018 Lamborghini for a week. Uh, I, I don't even know if I could drive the thing. No, I barely get my Nissan Versa up to 80 miles an hour, so I don't, I don't, I don't know that it would be. I would be very ginger with it. It would be, it would be completely lost on me. Yeah. I, I one mean, of the things is when you're too fast, no one notices you, right? You got to cruise around that thing slow. Yeah, yeah. I, I think what I would do is, is two miles an hour, so everybody sees you. I believe is the. Uh, I would probably uh, convince somebody who was a better driver than me to drive me someplace that was, um, like heavily populated with babes, and then oh, I would, and then like, like quick, let me get out no, of I'll, the driver's I, side. Yeah, I would just drive. Yeah, I'd come out, and then I would just lean on it, like I'd put on my. <laughs> <laughs> I put on my like my members only jacket and my wayfarers and uh I would just like have a rag and just be like oh just 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 buffing a little bit of that. What um, like when you roll down the window like what song should be blaring out? Uh I feel like something probably um oh it, it would be Cars by Fred Newman, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't or maybe, stand you. Or maybe uh video killed the radio star. I don't know. Okay, Something that's appropriate. Or uh, like or uh, anything like, by Drake, like a, we- like a Weird Al uh, polka number five, yeah. uh, or Mambo of- number five. That's another. They call out lots of babes in that one. 
That's <laughs> true. What if you had Lou Bega in the car uh, with Lou you? Bega will be the driver. I'm sure he's not busy. <laughs> he's available. He he. I can't imagine he's doing a lot of work here in COVID. Lou Bega comes up on our podcast like way too often. Way too often. <laughs> like a random Philly sports podcast. Um. Okay. All right. Well, you know, hopefully, I mean, the Flyers have been playing well lately. I, I mean, they when they've been allowed they, they to play, play a lot of games, they're playing a lot of games uh, over the next week and a half. So, yeah. um, you know, maybe it's just a blip in the in the in the road here. Unfortunately, it's a night that we're that we're recording, but right. Um, but I I really want to talk about the Phillies and spring training and, and all the stuff that is going on with the Phils right now, because it makes me happy. The sun was shining today, although, you know, we had a warm weekend filled with rain, but you know, the sun is out today. It's cold, but I, I still love that the Phillies are playing and, and I'm really excited about baseball right now. So uh, let's do what we do best and talk, just talk nonsense about baseball for a little while. So uh, what, what do you think are the, are the, the major storylines that you're sort of tracking here in spring training um so i'm trying so obviously like number one is a doable herrera that's everything everyone is is talking about is a doable but i want to kind of save that one maybe for last um i guess the other things that uh, i'm interested in are which one of these flyers that we've taken on some older pitchers are going to work out I was going to say um, the reclamation projects is going to pay off. Right. Right. And uh, like Ivan Nova looked terrible um, in the, like the, I don't know. Was that the first, the first game? Yeah. 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 He, he pitched the first, first game, game and then it was game. Nola and then um, Wheeler pitched today. Right. Uh, so which one of these, you know, reclamation projects is, is gonna, is gonna pan out. So it's like him, it's, um, more that came over from Japan. Uh, Chase Anderson uh, is the other one. I'm not sure, you know, or, you know, and and then you're going to throw in Spencer Howard in the mix and see, you know, who's going to fill out the tail end of this bullpen and, and I'm sorry, of the rotation and in what order. You know, once you get past Nola Wheeler, Eflin, who I'm really, I'm really expecting a monster year out of Eflin. Like I'm feeling Eflin vibes like in my fingertips. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. Um, and then like, you're not alone there. If you listen to any of the sort of guys that are in the know, they're sort of all really high on Eflin right now. Yeah. If you're playing a fantasy baseball league this year, uh, you know, you could probably get Eflin and I don't know, 15th round or something like that. Yeah. And know. one of the guys, I, I, maybe it was Archie Bradley when he came in was, was super, super impressed uh, at an early workout. Um, with Eflin. So uh, it's a good thing to hear when you sort of got a, uh, your, your big time free agent comes in, your, your sort of hard throwing reliever gets into town. And um, that's the guy that he sort of calls out when you've got Wheeler and Nola on the staff. Yeah. And that's kind of like that third starter. It really is. If you're, if you can get two aces and then a third starter that can really, you know, go above expectations that's a that's a that's the difference between making the playoffs and not making the playoffs right um i'm interested in seeing what happens with the tail end of the bullpen mm-hmm. um you know because i don't think they're handing archie bradley the closers role no i don't um, either and i i think you know what they've always what they've been saying here now which has sort of become i don't know if it's the party line in baseball or if it certainly seems like it's been the party line with with Philly's uh, managers lately is, you know, they're looking at who they want to use in the high leverage situations, whether it's right. the six. Oh, seven, we're going to, are we going to go to the, uh, who, who, who's the closer, which basically means I'm going to use this person in the most critical spot in the game. If it's the right. seventh inning, it's, I don't like that. I don't like that either. I, and I don't think guys that make their money as closers like that either, because you know what stat you don't get in the sixth inning or the seventh inning, you don't a get a save. save. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, or certainly you don't get those, 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 uh, those, those down by one run or up by one run. Well, you could get a hold gene. Yeah. Yeah. Hold guys. You know who led the league in holds last year. I do not No, You don't. Neither right. do I. And I'm and not going to look it up because I, I really don't care, them, but you wouldn't have to pay him as much as the guy that led the league in saves. It's true. Right. Chicks dig the save. They do. 
They don't dig yeah, the hole. Just ask Billy Wagner. Do you think he would have liked to, to get some holds? Absolutely not. <laughs> that, that rat. <laughs> 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 Team Pat the Bat all the way. Yep. Um, yeah, and then, like, let's talk about Odubel. El Torito. So uh, refresh my memory. Did did he have a similar sort of tryout last year, or is this the first time he's been allowed anywhere near the big club? Uh, no. So COVID, they used like basically COVID um, to like end around him uh, being on the roster. So they said like basically you're in the minors, and then there was no minors. So he did so not- it was kind of like just kick the can down the road another year and now here we are so but all right um like i don't even know how we want to start this so we've been pretty outspoken on this podcast about other teams and their players that have like questionable morality <laughs> whether that you know to keep them or sign them um and the phillies uh, they're they're in this like malaise with him. They they suspended him, and then the league extended that suspension. And you can't. Right. I, I, the way I understand it is, <clears throat> you can't punish someone twice for the same infraction. So basically, he's been suspended. You can't now resuspend him or cut him for this reason. And if you are going to cut him, it needs to be for like in quotes, a baseball reason, like he's not performing or like you would normally cut him anyway. Well, clearly this is not something that the NFL does because um, (laughs) on on either side uh, of the argument, the NFL just seems like they have a completely different set of set of rules where you can just kind of cut anybody for whatever reason, uh, don't have to rehire them, punish them however you want, or you know what? Don't punish them at all. No, well, Gene, that only happens if you kneel for the national anthem. If you oh, right, right, right. choke out your girlfriend, I think those visors, those coaches where you know, somehow hold down the horns because they really don't care. It's just like, right. will this help me win a Super Bowl in any way? I will I will mortgage everything. <laughs> um it doesn't always work out though. So yeah, I, well yeah, but sometimes it does. <clears throat> Andy Reid. Um, so, but who is this person that decides? Like, if the Phillies said, like, look, forget it, you're cut. We're not dealing with this anymore. We don't think you're performing up to expectations. You're cut. We're just not dealing with this. Who is the person that comes in and says you didn't cut him for a baseball reason? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know if that's sort of a self policing sort of move. Like you know. Well, now here's the thing. Now he's playing. Now he's playing. Okay. He's played today. Right. Okay. Went one for three, had a stolen base. Girardi says, oh, it looks good. Right. Yeah. And he, and apparently he played decent defense. We can only go by stats. (laughs) I mean, he may, he may have, he may have looked like shoeless Joe Jackson. We won't know. Well, Gene, tune in, tune in for a, uh, tune in for a seven-minute long uh, Sportsnet Central tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Um, all Udu, all Oduble, yeah, all Oduble, like. all the time. Uh, <laughs> but now he's playing. Yeah, and if he outperforms everyone for this center field position, which which, which is where there is a serious deficiency in the Phillies lineup. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason why he, I mean, he is at he, least equally in this, in this conversation because we don't have a lock center fielder right now. He's going to make the team. Yeah. You, you realize that the Phillies have laid all the groundwork here for you to get this out of your system. Now come around and then just start to accept the fact that he's going to be your center fielder. And it sounds to me like everyone's on board because they had all these opportunities to do something about it before now. And they're just in it now. They're just in it. What did he say? Uh, Odubel said, um, I know some people are not going to forgive me. I understand that. But I spent the last two years earning my girlfriend's trust back. And I'm grateful because she forgave me. Now I would like to have the same opportunity with my teammates and our fans. Love Odubel Herrera. Yeah, I, I, it 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 rings hollow to me. You know what I mean? Like it 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 just I I just don't I don't like the 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 optics. I don't like having to root for this guy. I I have sort of emotionally checked out on him a long time ago. 
Uh, I thought that the suspension and everything was absolutely warranted. And I don't understand why we are sort of bound, uh, you know, pay the guy's contract. Fine. I mean, I get that, but I don't understand why we are sort of bound to, to have to have him make this roster. Uh, I think that there should be no, there should just be no question. There should be some sort of a moral, you should be able to say like morally, we just don't want this guy in our clubhouse. The baseball reason is we don't want him here. Here's, and here's I've, I've thought a lot about this today, and I think that there is a big difference between uh, in the mind of the fan, mm-hmm. uh, if it, if it's someone on your team that does something like this. Now, let's not forget, he choked his girlfriend in an Atlantic City casino to the point where you could see, like, the hand marks on her throat. Right. Um, now there's a difference between, I think someone on your team doing that. And then you have to, uh, you're basically held hostage. Like he is on your team. What, what can you do versus a team that says, okay, this person has either paid their debt to society or did their dues. They deserve another chance Let's bring them back. So I think he should he should go to another team. I right. think that would be best for everybody because I have a problem rooting for someone like that. It's going to be really hard when you know we're it's the ninth. We're down by a run. There's a runner on second. Odubel's up to bat, and for me, that's a hard pill to swallow to 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 cheer for him. So. Do you think it would have been easier if this, if if everything had happened and he had been, I don't know, like a like a Pittsburgh Pirate and was now had been removed from that team, had been cut by that team, and was now trying to make it on our on our roster? So, I think that would have been so easier. Guy, I would have, I would have been, I would have been against it. I would say, don't bring in a guy like that. But I think for the fan base as a whole, you know, you didn't live through the story as it happened. Um, you may not be, you may not have that level of familiarity with it. Right. And then you can rationalize yourself into, okay, let's, let's be like the, ch- the second chance guys. This feels like we have a whole, let's just use this guy. Everyone will come around on it. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth with this one. No, I mean, I, I sort of see where you're coming from. Um, I have sort of gotten to a point with all of this stuff, and this could be just sort of a fatigue with these sorts of stories where mm-hmm. I, I can't believe that these things keep happening and that we haven't at some point drawn just a, a hard line as a society that, you know, if there is truth to these allegations and it's been proven or admitted that I'm sorry, like, you will, you may not have to go to jail for the rest of your life, but you certainly are not going to be yeah, playing and, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a children's game for millions of dollars. Like, right, and playing playing professional sports is a privilege. It's not a right. It's not like you have a right to your livelihood. Well, you know, you, there's lots of ways you can make money. And I just feel like in, a, in an occupation where – Thousands, if not millions, of people would gladly trade places with, with you. Um, you have a right to that, to that lifestyle, to that income, uh, to to that position, to to that dream that that you would love to have to to have that come true for you. It's like you have a right to to make money. You have a right to be a baker. You have a right to. Uh, you know, work, work you know, any like like a normal person. You know, you have a right to 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 have any. I just feel like those positions, like a movie star or like you know stuff like that, or a rock star. You know what I mean? Like you don't have a right to that. Well, it, it, it's it's there is a certain precedent. You know what I mean? Like there are people that have done things that we maybe you and I wouldn't judge as so harshly that cannot continue to work in their chosen profession of, of, of football or baseball or whatever. But, you know, in this case, it seems like major league baseball is sort of saying to the Phillies, 
Well, you know, he's we did do his suspend. He did suspend. You suspended him. We suspended him too. You really should consider him for center field. Um, there are a lot of center fielders in the world. There are a lot of them, and the Phillies, to a certain degree, should have to figure this out without him being in the mix. You know what I mean? There shouldn't have been uh, this possibility. I, it's just unbelievable they to me. Find a better center fielder had they not had to deal with this. But I think the other thing I want to I want to sort of say about this is it's not like baseball isn't good at holding grudges over stupid shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so all of a sudden you're going to tell me that baseball as a as a as a game is is a bastion right. of forgiveness and looking past people's previous wrongdoing. Uh, again, right. well, I, Duble I, can be rehabilitated, but Pete Rose, I'm sure is Joe like Jackson can't. The but, demon but Rose can't. You right. know what I mean, and I'm that. Those are the two that I'll even go so far as to say. You know what I mean. We're also talking about the sport where the the home run king uh, of the sport is not in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Roger Clemens not in the Hall of Fame because right. sports writers have to do the job for Major League Baseball themselves, uh, which again, you know, is a whole problematic death spiral. Odubel Herrera was a a Hall of Fame talent, but what I am saying is. Baseball has got a reputation of if you fuck up, goodbye. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, there is, you know what I mean? That that sort of was the, always my impression of baseball is that there is a certain morality. But it's, how, but it's how you fuck up because if you fuck up choking out someone's daughter, uh, it's okay. But if you place a bet on a game for your own team to win, it's not okay. If you yeah. do stuff to, uh, you know, help yourself uh, be better at the game, it, you know, it's not okay. Uh, I don't even want to talk about whether I agree with that stuff or not. But, uh, you know, and I, and I, think, I don't I think everyone knows where we stand on it at this point. Yeah, I know that if you were to, you know, maybe the other the other side of the argument is if we were to open up the 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 record books and talk about things that like Ty Cobb did or all of the racist oh for sure crap that went on for a hundred years in baseball before Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. I'm not excusing any of that behavior by saying that I don't think that morally we should allow people that commit um, assault and battery, not only on, on their girlfriend, someone that they love. Uh, I don't think you should have anybody who commits that against any other person involved in the game of baseball. I think that that's a pretty good standard to have. Um, so, you know, and I feel like I would have felt the same way in 1922. Um, so, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't have a Ty Cobb jersey. Hanging to me, it's just, it's just, I mean, oh my God. It's just so, it, it like twists my brain into a knot to a point where I have, a, you know, a headache and I can't, and I can't function anymore to think that Colin Kaepernick basically got blackballed from a sport because he knelt for the national anthem and teams and owners didn't want to deal with the public, like out, outcry or protest or controversy associated with that to have him be a quarterback of your team. But all these teams will take these guys who are domestic abusers and and just deal with it for a chance at a title. Right. It just I mean, I just cannot I can't understand it. I can't understand it. A double Herrera. We're doing this for a double Herrera. When he was playing, everyone was frustrated with the guy. <laughs> yeah. Before we found out about any of this, everyone yeah. was like, This guy's a bonehead. Right. Yeah, he was and not. Now we're going to deal with this for this guy, for this guy, right? Yeah, it's no, not even was, like, oh, this guy will get you a title. No, he's not. He's it's he, like this guy who batted two hundred in the second half of his All Star year. That guy, we're going to do this for. Okay, all right, great. That's what I understand. He's Just basically understand. a replacement level center fielder. It's sad that the Phillies don't have another replacement level center fielder or better uh, that just clearly Adam Hazley went yard the other day, whatever I'm, uh, you know, right now I, I'm a pretty big Adam Hazley fan. I would much rather Adam Hazley just outright outplay Odubel Herrera and end the conversation that way. Like I've got no problem with, with him just slugging his way past Odubel Herrera. I mean, Roman Quinn's the fastest guy in major leagues. 
Roman Quinn is also made of very thin Canadian glass. That's the problem. You know, what is I mean? Canadian glass the weakest of the glass? It's just beautiful. That's just that's why I think Canadian oh. art glass. If you ever see it on um, the Shopping Network late at night, is uh, is um, is Roman Quinn like a Chihuly art sculpture? Yeah, he's like one of those big vases that you're like, I don't even know. You don't. Their plants don't have stems long enough to fit in these things. Roman Quinn, you're a big vase. You're a big vase. <laughs> um, and then you know. How short is how short is everyone's memory, right? When it comes to this kind of stuff, and there's just one public service announcement before we move on. I want to give to all baseball fans: the Astros still cheated. Do not forget this. So COVID robbed you of the opportunity to boo the shit out of those guys in every stadium they went to. Okay. Don't forget. And you can still do it this year. So I want Yankee stadium, even with limited capacity, when those guys come through, boo the shit out of them. When they go to LA, boo the shit out of them. And don't forget about the guys who changed their teams. Uh, because I believe what is uh Springer on the, Blue Jays now? Yes. Yeah, as far as I know. Don't forget, don't forget that roster. We're gonna we should post it or something. And just yeah. remember when those guys come through to town, you have an obligation as a baseball fan to let them know that they're cheating bastards and you remember. Yeah, no, I, I feel like this this should be extended. You know what I mean? Like maybe if they had done the whole year last year with full stadiums, maybe then we could move on. But I think with all these conditions that we've sort of had to live through. I feel like it should be like open season for two, three seasons to just Look, less fans in the stands means, means more people can hear you on TV. Yeah, I expect to hear some individual insults in, in Yankee yeah. Stadium, frankly. I want to hear trash cans, the whole the whole nine. Don't let yeah. it go. Don't forget it. Yeah. The one thing I I appreciate about Bronx fans is that I know that they have colorful language and I would like to hear every <laughs> single one of those insults when the Astros play there. Uh, yes, we have a tapestry of profanities. Um, so uh, we didn't talk about this last week, but uh, JT Remuto, yeah. uh has a broken thumb. And he's got a really cool like glove cast thing that he's he's been rocking. Uh, have, you, have you seen it? It sort of looks like one of those things that you sort of use on, yeah. a, on a motorcycle. And he broke his thumb blocking a pitch in a bullpen session. Before full camp even reported. Yeah, it was pitchers and catchers. Gene, what is the dumbest way you've ever injured yourself? Oh, uh, I, I you can't was... use the t-shirt cannon joke you used last. Oh week. God, no, that is that's up there though. Um, <laughs> but I feel like I didn't subject myself to that. Um, I once, my mom was vacuuming and the phone rang, and she didn't turn, she didn't unplug the vacuum cleaner. So I don't know what how old I was. Older to old enough to know better. So mm-hmm. she went to answer the phone. The vacuum was still plugged in, but it was turned off. Uh, and stupid Jean decided to lay the ba- vacuum on its back and turn it on <laughs> and stick my finger on the brush. Which, oh, okay. believe it or not, does not just give you a really clean hand. It slices your palm open because Ooh, it's going really? on a lot faster than you think it is. Really? Um, and as this is one of those old 80s uh like hoovers like a kirby there was probably probably uh that was there was probably way 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 more metal on it than you would find in a, in a <laughs> now. so like super more deadly um <laughs> so whoever my mother was talking to that conversation was ended very abruptly by like a uh a death like shriek that i as i as blood i believe spurted like against the wall like a crying Jeez man yeah so that's got to be right up there with the dumbest ways i've ever hurt myself as in literally being like i wonder what it's like if i shove my hand inside of a vacuum cleaner that's running yeah that has like just, a razor blade rotor or just, something on the bottom just of out of curiosity <laughs> just to find out and i'm here to tell you folks it's not worth it all right so that's my that's my thing how what's the dumbest way you've ever injured yourself it can't be that dumb can it
Well, folks, I guess this has become a monologue. Uh, I'm still here broadcasting live to to Facebook uh, and uh, and to to YouTube. Hopefully, Dave's gonna gonna rejoin the show here in a second. I guess his uh, internet sort of froze up on us. Um, but as we were as we were sort of talking about, we were talking about um, various sorts of <laughs> injuries. Uh, I'm gonna flip over to the uh, to the uh, what is this the uh, the comments? Uh, looks like uh, my good friend Tim is still here. Um, so thanks for letting me know that I'm still live uh, as I was chatting with Dave to find out what the hell happened to him. So, um, yeah, so hopefully Dave's going to rejoin us again. We were talking a little bit about uh, JT Real Muto's thumb injury. Uh, and uh, here, here's my take on um, having – I mean, it's one of those things you don't really hear about in, in baseball so much, having guys go in for this sort of – you know, the pitchers and catchers, you know, you would think that this would be when you were most safe in the game of baseball, if you're a pitcher or catcher being there for the, uh, for the spring training. Um, but Hey, um, you know, I guess fluky things happen when you, even when you practice, um, you know, and, and, and a guy like GT or Muta, who certainly has been catching for a long time. Um, so, uh, you know, he ends up breaking a hand. Um, from what I understand, the timeline is still that he would be back in time for, um, and here's Dave, uh, Dave, what I was saying was, uh, the timeline for JT Romuto is still that he would be available for, uh, opening night, uh, or opening day. Uh, have you heard any different, any, anything one way or the other that, that he wouldn't make opening day? Um, and does that concern you that he would not have gotten any, true spring training under his belt after the amount of money we've sort of paid, um, you know, to have him back. No, um, no, it's fine. I just thought it was, you know, we had an unfortunate rash of injuries with the Zach Wheeler zipper zipper gate. Um, I don't know. It was just frustrating with the whole like sign JT, sign JT, sign JT. We signed JT shit. He broke his thumb. It was just a bummer. I just wanted, to, and I also just wanted to find. I wanted to hear an amusing anecdote from you about uh, something dumb that I would do to mm-hmm. myself because you can yeah. count on me. I have. Do you have an injury uh, to yourself story? I don't know if you'll, it'll be able to match the stupidity level, but perhaps maybe the the amount of blood. Uh, I'll share a story. I'll share a story. So I was. Um, it was when we were in college. And you know we we went to school up near Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and uh, I, I was it was snowing, which it often does there. And Bethlehem is a very hill ridden town, mountain. Uh, yeah, I mean that's putting it mildly. It's basically <clears throat> on a mountain. So I parked a, I parked my car uh, in the snow. I parallel parked my car in the snow on a steep incline. I put the parking brake on. I got out of the car and the car like started sliding down the hill. Um, And I'm like, holding on to the um, rear view, rear view mirror. Like just trying to be like, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. But I mean, it doesn't go far because it just smashes into the, the car in front of it, you know, not doing terrible amount of damage. It maybe slid like two feet or something like that. And then my heart dropped. Yeah, and then my heart dropped. Was like, oh my god, if that car starts to slide now, um, the whole thing's gonna become. I'm just gonna get my car and drive away. Basically, you'll be on Uh, news. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, local man creates chaos as he takes a whole line of cars down a mountain. Right. So fortunately, it 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 holds, and I'm like, okay, well let let me just get my car backed up. You know, even six inches, uh, so I can you know get on with my life. Well, it's on ice, it's spinning, I can't get the car, like it'll come off, but then it slides back down, I don't know what to do, I got a shovel out there, I'm trying to shovel the ice off of the street, I got like pizza boxes I'm trying to wedge under the the tire to get like any kind of traction I can whatsoever, because like all I need is a half a foot and, and have it hold and I, you know, I can basically call this situation done. So I'm shoveling, I'm using pizza boxes, everything. I finally get it. And I am in, I'm so pumped that I was able to figure this out that I threw the shovel uh, in like, you know, ah, I did it. And then I threw my back out ah. and I was like laying on the sidewalk. <laughs> I had to crawl into the house. Um, so that was, that was pretty And then dumb. you're, you're laid up worse than you would have been 
you know, yeah. had, you sliced your hand in a uh, in a vacuum cleaner. So, sure. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, but these um, are things that we've done when, when we've been very stupid. Um, so, well, we've got we've got ten minutes left on the show, uh, and so we have to bring in our special guest. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long time. Welcome back to the show, Riverboat Gene. See, and usually, when this was an audio-only podcast, I you know I could get away with not having to do a costume change. But uh, you need uh, like um, like one I'm of those imagining like, one of those like uh, like hats like a, they like have a, in those at, the, at Disney World. Those like guys. St- yes, yeah, like the the dapper Dan's wear. Yeah, the yeah, yeah you need one of those. Next time I'm in Disney World, I'll I'll just I'll just mug a Dapper Dan or something. And it's funny though because when we do <laughs> when we do Riverboat Gene, I do the voice. I don't know. Why. <laughs> I'm not even sure where that voice came from. It just it sounds vaguely like somebody that would be doing a barking, uh, like carnival barking on a on a on a riverboat. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Step right well, up. I mean- Gene's got some over unders for it. That used to be the way you'd have to make bets would be on on boats that were just outside of state lines. So you know it's not it's not that far off. All right. So what I did was I put together five uh, over unders for um for the Phillies this season. Okay. This is sort of one of the things we've we've sort of traditionally done on the show is leading into the Phillies season we sort of do over unders. I don't know if we did it last year or not. There was a lot going on last year. I'm gonna take notes because I want to. Yeah. No. I want to keep track. Please do, because I always end up losing these things that I write them down on. Okay. So um, four of them are tied specifically to, uh, you know, like baseball statistics, and one is sort of a wild card. So, oh, love a wild card. Yeah. All right, what do you got? Just like Trivial Pursuit. So, all right, the first one I have. Okay. Ten win pitchers on the Phillies roster. I set the over-under at two and a half. Okay. Two and a half. All right, I see what you did there, because you're basically saying, "Do you believe in Zach Eflin?" Uh, that would have been my, if you know if you're if you're believing in Zach Eflin, I think you, you that's the guy that would be your your third. I don't think it's Vinny Velasquez. <laughs> right, 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 right. And that's kind of and uh, Zach Eflin's really your only hope. Yeah, I mean, unless they bring in somebody as another starting pitcher that we haven't heard of yet. Yeah, so I'm actually going to take the under on this because I feel like I don't have a pool of five pitchers that can that can go for this. Really, it's it's Eflin or bust. And while I'm really high on him, I don't know. I mean, ten wins is fluky. If you said ten quality starts, I would say okay. Oh, yeah, but I said wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to actually take the under on this. Okay, all right. To under Ooh, that. Not doesn't seem like a very bullish on this on the step. Okay, uh, thirty home run hitters on the Phillies roster. Thirty, 30 home, home run hitters. Yeah, thirty, 30 home runners. And I said the home under runs. at thirty at uh not three and a half at three and a half. I said the over. Whoa, under. yeah, three and a half. Guys. Okay, I'm definitely taking the under. Um, really taking the under there, huh? Thirty home runs is a is a um is not easy. Like, how many times has Reese hit 30 home runs. I, I don't, I don't, I maybe once. So you're really looking at, I mean, Harper will do it. Yeah. Um, will, will JT get enough games to do it? I sort of think Alec Bohm will do it. Oh, oh, that's, that would be interesting. Um, my three. Reese hit thirty home runs in twenty eighteen. Yeah, I, I would take the under, but because I, I think it's right at three in my. Opinion. Well, he hit he hit twenty nine in twenty nineteen. Yeah, um, so he might get there. So that's two. Yeah, and I I feel that, it, that there's a chance that Alec Baum doesn't. So okay. I think it's right no, at that's three. three. Yeah, that's what I think. That's why I, I think two. Three. I think two and a half should be your number. I don't know three and a half. Uh, so I'm definitely taking the under on that one too. All right, but will, can JT do it? That'd be interesting. I hope so. That would be great. He would certainly be earning his money then. Um, how about this? Total JT's win- high is twenty five. Who twenty nine season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay, go ahead. Total wins eighty one and a half. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? Um, 
81 and a half. So that's what we're currently at. Basically, on you're, the FanDuel we're, right we're now. asking whether you, you they're going to be a 500 or better team is what we're asking. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I'll take the, I, like, I, I really want to take the over. Um, I think that they were basically there last year. We've improved the bullpen. By that, I don't know, Eflin's going to, in my mind, Eflin will take a step forward. I think that is enough to get us over 500. Um, I am, we do play in what I would believe is the toughest division in baseball. Uh, it's a lot of games against um, a lot of good teams and the bad team in our division gives us trouble. It always has, uh, which is, you know, always concerning. Uh, I'm the, the fact that the, the over under number is 81 and a half in my mind is problematic. Uh, it just, you know, it makes me feel like Vegas isn't very bullish on it. And it's sort of a trap, a right. trap bet to take the over. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I'm a sucker for them and I, I'm bullish on them. And I think um, it's it's almost like the Odubel thing is kind of plays into this because I really felt good about the team. I feel like there's a lot of good dudes on yeah. that team, like I, I really nice love sort of, you know, I mean, yeah, I really love the addition of Archie Bradley. Um, you know, I have a, I have a, my company has another office in Arizona, so I talk to a lot of folks that are Diamondback fans over there, and man, they just do not shut up about how much they love Archie Bradley, not only the baseball player, but for the stuff he does for the community and like the kind of locker room guy that he is. Um, so I was really feeling good about that addition. Yeah, and, and honestly, I think there's been some good subtractions in, in this in this year too. Yeah, yeah, I loved hearing from Bryce this off season that the Phillies never told him to rein it in or you know, hey, cool it with the signed JT stuff or or any of that. Um, makes me feel good about like his clubhouse leadership. Obviously, JT is good. DD uh, Gregorius is good. Like. Reese Hoskins, for crying out loud, Reese Hoskins dressed up like Princess Peach for his bachelor party and, uh, you know, I mean, a bunch of Mario's and Luigi's. Like, it's just like a good, it feels to me like a good group of dudes. Like, And when's the last know. time you remember essentially returning the lineup from the year before and being right. sort of okay with Happy it? Happy about you know what it. I mean? Right, right, yeah. right. Now to throw Odubel into this, yeah, I feel like messes it up. Right. Well, that's just all root for Adam Hazley. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I am. I'm still going to take the over. I think. Uh, I think the coaching is going to really come through this year. I think. I think everything's in a good place. So I'm taking yeah. the over. I think that the the main <laughs> factor being that they've they've done a lot of work to that bullpen, um, and I really hope. I, I just don't think that there's just any way they the bullpen can be as bad as it was. And if it is, then uh, that just feels like you've you've been bitten by some sort of horrible curse. Um, so uh, this is not necessarily did tied directly to the Phillies, but I I did say uh, the what I, what do you think the over or under for the I said the over under for the division winner for the for the division for the National League East at ninety one and a half. Basically, that is the <clears throat> the Braves number. Do you think <clears throat> the Braves overachieve? Do you think that there is another team in the division that is actually going to surpass that number to win the division? I don't think it's the Phillies. I do not think the Phillies win the division. Um, I think they're the third place team, honestly. Um, but we'll see if it's the Braves, Mets, Phillies, Braves, Nats, Phillies. Uh, I really hope the Phillies are not the fourth place team. Um, cause that's, that's bad. Yeah. Uh, no, it's the Braves division to lose. Hmm. But and I, the problem is, is that are there enough wins to go around? for everyone to hit all these overs, you know, with everyone playing each other as, as many games as they do nowadays in, in the same division. Is there, are there enough wins for everybody? I mean, there would be if one of those teams that we're sort of pegging. Like you can't the think the Braves, Mets, Phillies, and Nationals will all be over. No. And that's the thing is like, are you a believer in the, in the Mets, Phillies, and now, nah, you know, so the Mets made great. the Mets made an ass out of me last year, so I won't I won't do that again. Um, I thought they were the most dangerous team. I felt their pitching staff was the strongest. the The problem is their pitching staff is not the most durable, and the Degrom Syndergaard window um, 
it seems like it's shuts. It's slide. closing. Yeah. It, can those guys stay healthy for a whole year? I mean, I like Stroman. Um, and, you know, I, I love the addition of Lindor for that team, but I just don't. I don't know. I just I'm not a Mets guy with all, and then they have like this the GM scandal and everything uh, this year, and it's just not. I don't know. I think the I think if any team's going to fall off, it'll be the Mets, and I think the Phillies will pick up um, that slack. So I I think the Braves probably are about a 90 win team, um, and it probably will be enough to win the division, largely because there's just not enough wins to go around. But you don't think they're going to like overachieve and be like a 94, 95 win team? No, no, no. There's a lot of good teams in the National League. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the only, the only team that may sniff 100 wins in the National League is the Dodgers. That's just, well, you know what their over under is, right? Is it 100 games? Oh, Oh. it's worth of 100. (laughs) Wow. It's like, it's like 10, here, I actually got FanDuel up right now. It's, I think it's like 102. Wow. Well, we 103.5 on wow. FanDuel. Whew. Yeah, no, and uh, I, don't know, I think I might take the under 103, but I, I definitely think that they're a 100 win team, probably. Yeah. 103 is a lot. A lot. That's like, you know, the old adage like, you know, you're going to win 60, you're going to lose 60, and then what are you going to do, uh, you know, with the other, you know, whatever the math is, 40 games in the middle? Um, well, it's like not only going to win all those games, you're actually going to lose. You're going to win more than right. You're going to lose less than sixty. Is basically yeah. it, is. it makes so. you sort of appreciate how good the Phillies hundred win team was. What 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 was that? Eleven. How many games did they win that year? Was it one ten? No, 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 no. I think it might have been like one hundred three. Like um, but that I mean that's an amazing feat, and to have your over under be one hundred three and a half. That's crazy. Uh, really, it's like, <laughs> are you? Um, if you don't win the World Series, you know what do we? What are we? I mean, the Yankees are ninety five and a half. Okay. And now the Padres are 94 and a half. So the they Dodgers and the Padres, I mean, how? Divisions. <laughs> are, yeah, but they're like, a crazy division. I mean, it basically means that the Giants and the Diamondbacks are going to have to have like 60 win seasons. No, the Rockies are total dog shit. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, they traded their best player for money. <laughs> no, they, pay, they traded their best player and money. And money. Yeah, no, that's that still doesn't make it. Like, literally having to say that doesn't make any sense. It'll make my brain hurt. Um, yeah, no, that's the, yeah, that's where they'll get those wins. Um, all right. So my last over under. This is the one that's sort of the wild card. Um, total. Remember about Gene. Total attendance at Citizens Bank Park for the oh, season. Oh my gosh, what's your over under at? I put it at seven hundred and fifty k. For the year. Okay. And I can sort of give you the idea of how I came up with that number. That wasn't so number. this is paid attendance, right? Or you know, like what they would be announcing at the on the on the on the loudspeaker during so, the- all right. So not just cheeks in seats, it's we're doing tickets sold here. Yeah. All right. So we got we're doing eight eight hundred uh for the first nineteen games, right? Those are all gonna sell out. That's 167,000, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's really a COVID question more than anything else. So am I betting on COVID better, right, and things what? opening up? Or am I betting on COVID keeping things down? Basically, I just took this over the, you know, the amount of home games and, 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 and went 9,000. Being the average, oh, that's, huh. that's how okay. I got the number. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the over. I think uh, I think summer's gonna come, and you know people are gonna get needles in their arms, and it's the end of May now that there's gonna be enough vaccine for all of us by the end of May. I know, I know. Uncle Joe told us if we want one, we'll be able to get one by the end of May. So I am definitely gonna take the over. I think they're gonna blow by it. I think it's gonna be probably. I'm going to say it's over over one and a half million attendance. Wow. For the year. That would be great because I think if a hundred, if, if over a million and a half people are able to get into the Citizens Bank Park, I might be able to be one of them. That, oh, that so would excite. Gonna, stop. We're gonna, you're going to go to plenty of baseball games this year. Well, um, got. So I've got you marked down for the over on that one. So. All right. So I got the first two I was under and then the next two I was over. Right. Right. Yep. So I'm 
kind of optimistic. I thought I was more optimistic than I than I am. If Nico was on here, he would have been over for all of them. Oh yeah, over, 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 over. We have to have him on the show again. He would he, he would probably have like six people hitting thirty home runs. Yeah. All right, we're over an hour now, so that's all the time that we are going to have for today. Um, we'll be back next Tuesday. Uh, let's see, what do we got? What's on tap, Gene? We got a. Uh, um, there's going to be Flyers and Sixers. I'm sure we didn't really talk much about the Sixers, so I bet no, no. Oh, and a big matchup this week against the Jazz. Yeah, so uh, in Philly this time. And then what do we? Then is uh, is the All Star game next weekend? I think that is where it's. Where Are we it's coming down with a case of the Mountain Dew balls again? Well, hey, the return of the Mountain Dew balls. <laughs> I hope they're there. I love the Mountain Dew balls. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll have more, uh, uh, spring training storylines. Uh, and again, you know, our, uh, our moratorium on talking about Carson Wentz continues. Uh, yeah. we did not talk about the trade once again. I'm sure the, the whole city is fatigued well, hey, talking it's, about it's it. So we've kind of been... until like St. Patrick's day. So, or the yeah, I know we got, we have Eagles draft is coming up. I don't even know when the date of that is, but it's gotta be, it's gotta be approaching quickly. Uh, yeah, I think we're inside of six weeks. So, yeah, so we'll be back uh, next Tuesday night. Uh, be sure to check us out on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you get your, your, uh, your podcast. Remember to like, subscribe, rate, review, follow it, all the good stuff. Uh, check out the Painted Lines uh, for all your Philly sports coverage. Uh, we had a shout-out to the Whip Around today. Check them out if you have any more time in your podcast listening day. Uh, we'll be back next week. Until then, have a great day at work, everybody. We are out of here.